And we're back with the Pass It to Patrick podcast. Um, beautiful Thursday here. Eh, kind of dark and gloomy, actually. But we got news. We got sports news to talk about. We got NFL, NBA. What is going on with the Lakers? I have no idea. We're going to dig into that a little bit. Also, uh, my Washington football team took a terrible loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, kudos to the Eagles, though. Great win by them. Jalen Hurts, I think he's uh, pretty special. I don't know if they'll stick with him long-term. If they get a quarterback uh, in this next year's draft, what the Eagles will do. Uh, I personally think that Devontae Smith uh, is their key player. Um, He's very good. Uh, He's going to develop very nicely. I think he'll be a top receiver in the league in a couple years. Uh, But, you know, that was a tough loss to swallow as a Washington football fan. Our playoff hopes are dwindling um, even more so than before. But there are some, there is some hope. We're gonna get a new name next year, so I'm not I'm not trying to focus too much on that loss because, you know, we we got some bright things that are gonna happen in the next year. The Lakers, I don't know what's up with them. Like I said, we're gonna dig into that a little bit. We're gonna predict my week 16. We only got a few weeks left, a few weeks left, of NFL football regular season. Then we start playoffs. This division, these AFC. Playoff brackets, they are so close where these teams are going to end up. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it as close as it is this year with the AFC. You got teams like the Steelers. You got teams like the Baltimore Ravens, the Browns, where, you know, it's kind of like they're on the fringe there. It's going to be decided this last couple weeks what happens. Very entertaining. Love what I'm seeing from the NFL this year. Ratings are up. A lot of COVID protocols that set in with so many teams. I think Washington had like 21 players on the active COVID list. Just, it's crazy how fast COVID has spread through the league. But no doubt, some games got delayed. But, you know, no doubt it's going to be a exciting final couple of weeks for the NFL. Uh, as far as my MVP goes, it's, it's between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Got to be honest. And... The, the Bucks have done something very interesting. They have thrown it way more than any other team in the league. And normally you'd say, well, the Chiefs, you know. But Brady and the Bucks are setting a new record for how many times attempts thrown uh, this season. Now, if I had to give the edge to someone, I would say Aaron Rodgers would get my vote for MVP uh, to repeat. But also, you can't count guys out like uh, Micah Parsons. I mean, I, I, I'm I not a fan of the Cowboys, but that team relies on Micah Parsons, and I hope that maybe he'd be considered for it. He's going to definitely be Defensive Rookie of the Year, and I think he could be MVP. I think it would be awesome if he was named MVP. Again, I don't think he's going to beat out these quarterbacks, but Defensive Player of the Year and Rookie of the Year, I'm pretty sure he's got them locked down. I don't know. That's my prediction. But all these awards are starting to uh, culminate here at the end of the year. And I can't believe it's been a year since, you know, we've started this podcast. Uh, it's It's been fun. I love doing it. I'm going to keep doing it into next year. But I think what's happening in the NBA is very interesting. And we're going to start there today. We're going to start with the Lakers. Because we're starting to see a shift And I've noticed this shift. I don't know if a lot of other people have noticed it. But LeBron is aging. 
He can no longer carry the Lakers like he used to. Who is that next guy that's going to take the baton? Because KD's getting older too, so it ain't him. Um, In my book, it's Giannis. He's the next you know, guy in the league, in my opinion, that's going to be the face of the league. Now, I don't know how many more years LeBron will play, but it, I think it could be Giannis. We're going to start with the Lakers today because the team that LeBron has constructed because per reports he signed off on the Russell Westbrook deal to bring Russ and I know the mentality the hope for the Lakers were uh, when LeBron and AD are out or LeBron's out and it's AD and Russ or AD's out and it's Russ and LeBron he can take that load off but I gotta be honest that Russell Westbrook trade I'm done with it I think the Lakers would be smart to move on as well I just don't see it working anymore and kudos to the Lakers and LeBron for trying to make it work but Russ is a stat filler I mean he fills the stat line I mean he leads the league now with turnovers I think he's up to uh, 180 180 in turnovers I think he's slightly ahead of uh, James Harden Uh, but it's time to and, and you know what I don't think I've I've said before I think they need to trade Russell Westbrook, I don't know if they'll find a trade partner for that contract because he's making 40-some million this year and I think 47 million next year. So who's going to take that? Who would take that, (laughs) you know, that contract? So it's definitely, it's not looking good for the Lakers. I mean, the last three games, Minnesota, 14 points, four rebounds, three assists. Not great. Chicago and Phoenix. Um, Chicago, he had 20 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. Phoenix, he had 10 of 20. He was 22 points, 10 rebounds, five assists. And what's crazy is if you keep going along that stat bar, you're going to start noticing the turnovers and how many turnovers he averages. And it just doesn't work like that. You can't be giving the ball away Um, that many times and expect to win I think the Lakers against Phoenix had 14 turnovers I think that was what what they what it all added up to there at the end and you just can't win like that I mean LeBron's playing amazing I I haven't seen him play this well in a long time putting up 30 points the the guy's on another level this year but again what have we seen when LeBron leaves the court and it's Russell Westbrook's team it goes downhill very, very quick. I've never seen a guy that, you know, is so unaware of the situation that's going around on around him. I mean, he he said the I think last week that, you know, the game when the game speaks to you, you gotta listen to the game. Well, Russ, the game is saying slow the pace down, make the smart play, but again, you're ignoring it because you, in your mind, you're saying Oh my goodness, I'm filling the stat sheet. It ain't my fault we're losing. I got triple-double. Well, Russ, you're turning the ball over like seven times a game. And I know some people are like, well, that's just that's just Russ. That's, that's what happens. Well, then he doesn't have a place on a team. He just doesn't. I mean, look, he's, he's never won a title. And Kevin Durant, KD, said he can't win with this guy. I don't blame KD for getting out of there. After seeing what what Russ has done, and this is just another time where, you know, Russ kind of disappeared there for a few years, 
Uh, I don't know. He went to Houston. He was on Washington. You know, he kind of disappeared from the limelight. But now he came back to center stage, L.A., primetime, box office. I mean, he he's back, you know, in the mecca of basketball with LeBron James and the Lakers. You know, he's home. He rooted for the Lakers. But the problem is it's just not gelling. You need to be self-aware. When it comes to, to being the point guard of an of a NBA team, you got to be more self-aware than what he's being. He is jumping up and throwing the ball away so many times. He, he acts so confused on the floor. And I, I know he's the point guard, but LeBron should be the point guard. <laughs> I don't know what Russ should be doing, but it's just obviously not going to work. It's just obviously not going to work. Now, I, again, I don't know who would take that contract. I don't know who would, you know say, oh, we'll take that contract. That contract is a, that's a, that's a good deal for us. It, it's not going to happen. Now, you know, there is, Houston has John Wall and their contracts have similarities, but honestly, I don't see that happening. It just, it just doesn't make sense uh, for the Washington Wizards to do, or excuse me, that's where John Wall used to play, the Houston Rockets to do that. But LeBron James is playing amazing football. And AD, eh, AD's, what is AD? AD's hurt again. This is the problem. This was the problem. This is why you you needed another star. But uh, the more I've... I was in support of this early on. I was like, hey, this is going to be maybe fun. Maybe LeBron can turn him around. Maybe they can win. But LeBron's... You can, you can overcome a lot of things. And LeBron, in year 20... Or I think it's like 19 or 20. He, he overcame a lot in his career. But I just don't think Russell Westbrook you can overcome. I just don't think so. I think uh, Buddy Heald was the right move, but I don't think Buddy Heald is on the market anymore. Um, nobody's going to trade for for um, Russell Westbrook. It just doesn't make sense to trade for him. And they're 16-16. and 16. 500. In my book, they're not making the playoffs. This is a bad basketball team. They're not making the playoffs this year. And they're going to have to retool... I would be very interested to see what the Lakers lineup looked like without Russell Westbrook. Because I don't think they'd be too bad. I think Russ Russ out of that lineup, I think they would have a lot more flow with LeBron running the point guard position. Now, can they bench him? No, because that would create so much drama. So really, the Lakers are just in a bad spot. I don't have them going to the playoffs. I don't have them even in the play-in tournament. I just I don't I don't see the chemistry. There are a lot better teams this year um, than the Los Angeles Lakers. And that's just my breakdown on the situation there in LA. It's such a messy situation. They brought in a guy, not gelling. You got to move on. Got to move on. They brought in a guy, it's not working. Got to move on next year. Got to find something to do. Um, one thing that is working and is starting to gel is the Los Angeles Rams. Cooper Cup, he's on pace to break. Uh, Calvin Johnson Jr.'s single-season receiving yards record. I love what the L.A. Rams have done. Because L.A. is is the prime mecca for big showtime box office. Here we go, money. Uh, it's an attraction location where there are so many things to do. And then you add these, these amazing teams onto it. It's the Lakers. It's the Rams. It's the Chargers. Now, even though the Lakers aren't playing well, um, they still have LeBron. But... Teams, you're going to see this. You're going to see Lakers fans this year go, yeah, now do we go to the Lakers game or that Rams game? Because the Rams are they're playing pretty amazing football. I think they're like, I don't know, they're like 10-4 and four right now. So I, 
I would say if you're in an L.A., if you're a sports fan in L.A., you got to go to the Rams game. They're the second in the eight NFC West. So there's so many attractions in L.A. It's so important for you to play well there. You know, it's not like it's not like Cincinnati or, you know, Minnesota or one of these colder cities, even Washington. You know, it's L.A. There's stuff to do there. you got to attract people. Uh, that that NFC West is a very interesting division. Seahawks, man, they're at the bottom at five and nine. Forty Niners eight and six. Rams ten and four. Cardinals ten and four. The the NFC is a little bit different than what hap- what's happening in the AFC. The AFC now, I believe they got Mahomes, they got some good quarterbacks, but the NFC, in my opinion, has got the better quarterbacks. You know, with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, right now. Again, we will see what happens in the playoffs. But, you know, there's three weeks left of football. And like I said, these playoff positions, they become more vital um, more and more as we just have three weeks left. So I want to I want to jump into a little bit something here, talk about it for a few minutes. And that is the Dallas Cowboys, because I called Dallas Cowboys fans delusional last uh, last podcast. And. I'd hate to say it, but they still are. What are you guys, like 10 and 4 now? You're first in the NFC East. I'm not going to give you credit for that. I know I'm a Washington fan, so I'm trying to be impartial here, but I'm going to break down the facts because your defense is keeping you in games, and that's just the truth of it. Um, Dak Prescott, he's not been playing well. All I hear from media is the Cowboys, the Cowboys, uh, they're... Uh, they're going to go to the playoffs and they're going to make some noise. No, they're not. I have no faith in the Cowboys. That defense is next level. But you're going to face a lot better quarterbacks uh, in the playoffs. Okay, let's just break down the last three games to the Cowboys. New Orleans, Dak Prescott, 238 yards, one TD, one interception, 79. Right, December 12th at Washington. 211 yards, 1 TD, 2 interceptions, 58.8 rating. December 19th, New York, 217 yards, 1 TD, 0 interceptions, 98.6 rating. A little bit better. Um, Who are the quarterbacks he's playing again? I think it's like Taysom Hill, Taylor Heineke, uh, Mike Glennon. Yeah, it's those guys. So, you know, he's really faced, the Dallas Cowboys are really facing Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Look. Dallas fans, maybe I got a little mean with you and said you were delusional, but your defense is the only reason, the only reason you are in games, okay? What I've seen from the defense, I've never seen this. I've never seen a team, I'll give you credit, I've never seen a team flip the script like that and just come back and be awesome from last year to this year. Um, I really am a little bitter probably because I thought my Washington football team would be the best uh, defense uh, in the NFC uh, East, maybe in the NFC this year, but no, um, I don't know what happened there. Injuries and late in the year, they didn't even have a rhythm beginning of the year, so I, I, I have no explanation to that, why it's like that uh, in Washington. But all in all, it's just one of those things where I, I, I'm not on the Dallas bandwagon. Because what Dak's shown me, and I said it earlier, and I'm going to say it again, I don't think he's clutch in the big situations. I think he's Kirk Cousins. And I had that criticism of him a few years ago, what I was telling people, is he's Kirk Cousins. So I, I, 
Is that an unpopular opinion? Maybe. But you got to stop with this. This is the whole Baker Mayfield thing, too. People are saying, oh, Baker Mayfield, uh, he's elite. He's a game manager, okay? I'm not going to sit here and say that Baker is elite and he's Aaron Rodgers. No, he's a good he's a good game manager who can make some plays. Dak Prescott, game manager who can make some plays. He's not worth $75 million, Dallas. And you know it. You know it deep down that he's not worth that. But hey, that's just my opinion. My opinion. And that's what I'm that's what I'm doing on this podcast, just giving you my opinion on the situation, what I've seen so far uh, from the Dallas Cowboys. So what do you say we jump into our predictions for week 16? Great week of football in week 15. Um, like I said, some games got pushed back, you know, into the week. It was kind of crazy. So many players on uh, COVID protocol. Um, my overall record now is 140 to 84. So I am doing great. Last week I went 11 and 5. Let's just kick this off. We're going to start off with our first game, Thursday night football. And that's going to be the San Francisco 49ers at Tennessee. Two great teams here. Um, going to battle it out. They're gritty teams. I'm going to give the edge to San Francisco 49ers, though, because that run game, Kyle Shanahan, a lot of different running backs he can insert in and out of that uh, offensive line lineup. Uh, Tennessee... Just, I haven't seen, you know, they lost Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill got kind of beat up last week. All in all, I just see San Francisco as the better team. I got San Francisco winning that game 21-14. Uh, to 14. Cleveland at Green Bay. I don't know what's happened uh, with Cleveland. They fell apart. OBJ, you know, was the problem for Baker. Um, I, I'm a big supporter of Baker Mayfield. I, I love what he's doing there. Uh, in Cleveland, but honestly, I got to give the edge to Green Bay. I don't think this is much of a shocker for anyone. Aaron Rodgers having an MVP caliber season. He is, you know, leading the league in different stats, and I, I see him and that team going far, at least to the NFC Championship game, where they will ultimately lose, but that's in the future. This is now. Uh, they beat Cleveland, um, I think, 34 to um, 17. Indianapolis at Arizona. Now, this is kind of a my upset game because these two games uh Cleveland at Packers Indianapolis at Arizona they're gonna gonna be played uh, on Saturday which is different um but I got uh Indianapolis winning this game the Arizona Cardinals have kind of fluttered a little bit uh, I think Indianapolis has a great defense <laughs> now Jonathan Taylor is an an animal that guy can just destroy you uh you know running the ball Carson Wentz He's, he, you know, he's on cloud nine. I know he thinks he's the savior there in Indianapolis, but it's Jonathan Taylor and that defense. I got the Colts beating the Arizona Cardinals uh, 17 to 13. All right, Sunday, December 26th. Here we go. We got our Sunday games. Detroit at Falcons. Falcons come out on top here. Detroit, you know, they got their win. They got spirited, playing spirited football. But all in all, the Falcons come out on top here. Uh, I think the the Atlanta Falcons will win 14-7. Low-scoring game there. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Now, Tyler uh, Huntley, he did good. He did good. Uh, I liked what I saw. The Ravens blew it, I think, on that last call. I think they should have kicked that field goal to tie the game. But the, the Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati, they will bounce back. They will get the win. I'm picking them to win. So Baltimore will win that game 24-21. Los Angeles at Minnesota. Again, like I've talked about, 
L.A., box office, primetime. Los Angeles Chargers, or excuse me, Los Angeles Rams have picked, uh, you know, the torch up from some of these teams in L.A., and they're the ones that are in the lead right now. The Los Angeles Rams will get the win against Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. It'll be a hard-fought victory for the Rams. Cooper Cup, OBJ, Matthew Stafford, that defense, Aaron Donald, they're going to come out on top. I got the Los Angeles Rams beating the Minnesota Vikings 27 to 13. I don't think they'll do much. Buffalo at New England. Buffalo got humi humiliated by the New England Patriots, and New England started to show signs that they are a good team, and they are. I think what Belichick and Mac Jones have done, uh, they've really turned it around. Uh, you know, Judon on the um, defensive end, uh, they're they're kind of turning their their team around, showing you know a lot of victories. I I like what I see, but Buffalo will come out playing passionate football because they can't be embarrassed again, <laughs> and they don't want to be. So the Bills and Josh Allen get this win against New England. I have the Bills winning. I think they're going to put up about, you know, 21 points. I only I only think the I only think the New England Patriots are going to put up 14. I think it'll be a touchdown game win for the Buffalo Bills. Jacksonville at New York. Finally Urban Meyer is gone. He just wasn't working and I'm a supporter of that. Some bad reports came out about him. He looks pretty bad. Uh, I think it's time he goes back to college, does something different. Off topic, Jacksonville gets the win. Trevor Lawrence, uh, interim head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they kind of put together a little win here against the, the Jets. And, you know, now the Jets are thinking of draft positions, so I think the Jags come out on top and they they get the win here. Uh, I think the Jags will win 17-10. to 10. New York's only going to put up 10 points. New York at Philadelphia. What I saw from Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts, I loved. I said it at the beginning of the podcast. I loved what I saw. These guys are... They're going to be good in a couple of years. I think Jalen is the guy, but you know you never know what that organization is going to do in the offseason. Uh, I got the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Giants, though. Giants are a lost cause. New York football is a lost cause this year, and that's fine. Give them another year. Maybe we'll see something different. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles get this win. I think Philadelphia is going to put up 24-13. to Tampa Bay at Carolina. Brady and Aaron Rodgers are in that MVP caliber race. So uh, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating Carolina this this week. Uh, Carolina's been up and down with Cam Newton, some of their struggles. Uh, I got Brady coming into Carolina, and I think Brady's going to pull out the win here. I think uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will figure out some of their issues. Now, Antonio Brown, he's back um, from, from different you know issues that have happened. Uh, but I think Antonio Brown and this team, with Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, uh, Mike Evans, he did kind of get banged up, but it, I don't think it's as serious as people uh, make it out to be. Also, Chris Godwin, they're without him. But all in all, the Buccaneers will come out on top. I think Buccaneers will win 28-17. Uh, to um, 17. Los Angeles at Houston. Chargers are going to get this game mainly because it's Houston. And Justin Herbert, again, top quarterback in the league. I mean, these young quarterbacks, they're, they're taking the league by storm. So, 100%, I think the Chargers will get the win against Houston. Justin Herbert will show up. I think they will put up uh, three touchdowns to make it 21-10. to 10. Chicago at Seattle. It's time to move on, uh, Chicago. Forget the past. Just forget it. All right? Move on. Justin Fields is the future. Matt Nagy isn't. You got to get 
move on from him. You got to move on maybe from front office people, just totally rebrand. Same that same as the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing. Just just move on. It's just it's just better. So I think the Chicago um, Chicago Bears. It's they're facing the Seahawks, and I think the Seahawks get a win here. Even though the Seahawks have not looked good, they're better than the Bears. Seahawks win seventeen to ten. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Lo and behold, the Kansas City Chiefs have figured it out. And Pittsburgh going in there, it's going to be a hard-fought win for Pittsburgh. That defense is going to have to put up, which they are a great defense. I don't count the Pittsburgh Steelers out of anything, but I think Kansas City will get this win with a close game. I think Kansas City will win this game 21-17. to Denver at Las Vegas. The Raiders have shown signs. They've, they've just been so up and down. Derek Carr and the Raiders, and they've had such a weird season. All this these issues that have happened. Denver will beat the Raiders, though, this week. It's an afternoon game. Denver's going into Las Vegas. I just 100% believe Denver's going to pull out the win here and get this win. Uh, I think Denver will win the game 14-10, um, to 10, be a low-scoring game. I just have that prediction. So I, I got Denver winning that game. All right. Uh, my Washington football team. You know, Garrett Gilbert started you know, last week's game. And if you're wondering who that is, <laughs> yeah, me neither. I don't know who that is either. <laughs> and I don't think it matters. So uh, the Washington football team goes into Dallas. And like I've said, I got Dallas winning this game because, you know, even though I don't think Dak is as great as everyone makes him out to be, that defense and Micah Parsons is scary, man. What Micah Parsons is doing, uh, Dallas lucked out with him. Uh, I, I, I think he's defensive player of the year. I think he's rookie defensive player of the year. And I would have him in the MVP conversation. He has changed the course of the Dallas Cowboys. And you cannot deny that. Trayvon Diggs also, I think he's got like 10 picks. The defense for the Dallas Cowboys will end up beating my team. Um, I think Dallas will actually blow out my team. I think it'll be 31 uh, to 13. So it kills me to say because I'm a Washington football fan, but it's just how I see it. Miami, our final game of the week, is Miami at New Orleans. And Miami has been a spirited team all year long. They have battled. They've shown perseverance. And I think New Orleans won't get this win. I have Miami uh, coming out on top and uh, getting the win. I think Miami will win 17-13. to I think it'll be another low-scoring game. So I, I got Miami beating the New Orleans Saints and Taysom Hill. And if you know, I, I'm, I'm banking on Taysom Hill starting. Now, that's if they want to start. Maybe they want to start Ian Book. I would honestly uh, go 100% um, to start Ian Book because I've, I've kind of been a supporter of Ian Book. I want to see what he has. You know, we kind of know what they have with Taysom Hill and some of these other guys that, that they do have. Uh, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, Trevor Samian. I just think that Ian Book, you could start him. Might as well see what you got. You got nothing to lose. You know, you're the New Orleans Saints. Just give it a shot. That's my uh, that's my week 16 predictions, everyone. Exciting week of football. Enjoy these final few weeks of football. We honestly have had an awesome season. It's been great. It's close in the AFC. For those last few playoff spots, it's going to be a race to the finish, and I can't wait to see what happens. I'm going to be sitting there enjoying football, having a great weekend. 
Um, don't want to delve too much into this. Um, Antonio Brown's been cleared to play. So um, I'm happy about that. You know, I know some people uh, in the media, they, they're they not too happy about the Antonio Brown situation. They think he should be cut, let go. Um, I don't agree with that. I know he had a fake vaccine, vaccination card. I know that that's a very serious offense. Um, just, you know, Aaron Rodgers did lie. So I love how everyone forgets that. See, nobody talked about that with Aaron Rodgers, which I find very interesting. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers lied. You know, and honestly, how many guys have vaccination, fake vaccination cards? We're going to really, we're only making a big deal about this, the media, because it's Antonio Brown. I think that's a little unfair. You know, I think he did a good job last year keeping his nose clean. Uh, no, they're not going to cut him. He's a X factor, difference maker. Brady wants him there. And yeah, is he, you know, does he have some issues? Yes. You know, but Aaron Rodgers lied everyone. I just love how the sports media um, flips it around to saying Antonio should be cut, you know, when Aaron Rodgers is one of the more condescending, sarcastic, um, pretty much he's lied. He's lied to the league. He lied to everyone, said he was vaccinated, immunized. Um, now, maybe in his mind he wasn't lying, but I remember watching a few early games with him talking without a mask and breaking protocol. But no one talks about cutting Aaron Rodgers. I just find it interesting. I'm not going to focus on it too much. Just let it uh, sink in. Because I got the Packers going to the NFC Championship game. And then them losing again. Because what I've seen is Aaron Rodgers is an amazing talent. Who just, I don't know, for some reason, in, in those big games, he hasn't clutched up in the last few years. Just my opinion. Thank you guys for listening. Been a crazy month going to try and get uh, more podcasts out. We're going to go into the next year. We're going to have a great, great year next year. Going to have a lot of episodes coming out. Going to be talking all the time. I can't shut up about sports. Thank you guys for listening. Please follow me on social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, hit me up with reviews. Please subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great one, guys. We'll see you next time.